Hey lovelies, before we get started, I want to remind you of all the different ways you can get your hands on one of my designs. Impact Fashion is a line of size-inclusive, modest clothing available in sizes 2 through 28. I personally design and pattern every single piece in the collection so that it is fitted to perfection and every single piece runs the same. That means that once you know your size, that's your size in every single piece. Pretty cool, no? You can shop the collection online at impactfashionnyc.com. Shipping is totally free in the U.S. and the return policy is amazing. You have 30 days to make a decision and don't even have to pay return shipping or any sort of annoying restocking fee. Impact Fashion can also be found at the address at American Dream Mall. The address is a curated, modest department store and definitely worth a visit if you are not an online shopping type of person. The American Dream Mall is located right next to the Meadowlands Sports Complex in New Jersey. And to get to the address, you're going to want to park in Lot C, Level 3. Make a left when you walk in and you'll see the address on your right. I'm always happy to chat, whether that's to answer your sizing questions or just get to know each other a little bit better. Find me on Instagram at impact.fashion.myc or on WhatsApp status at 516-953-9391. You can also email me. It's Rifky, R-I-V-K-Y at impactfashionnyc.com. Enjoy the show. From Impact Fashion, it's Be Impactful, a show about the women making a difference in their own corners of the world. I'm Rifki Itzquist, and on today's show, I go solo to share the process of creating the fifth date dress, the first piece in my line available in sizes extra small through 3X. I discuss why this size range is so important, why I chose to do it with this universally flattering style, and modest dressing in the summer heat. Hello, lovelies. I feel like there's an important piece of information that you need to know, which is that I'm recording this on Friday, um, the day after Tishabub, and I have done um, very little, if no prep, <laughs> for this episode. Um, I just have a couple of notes and we're just going to freestyle it because I have so many thoughts about the fifth day dress and I am going to explore them in real time with you. So usually in these solo episodes, I go through the design process um, and also the kind of the thought process behind a specific design. Um, if you want to get like really in depth into a designer's head, or at least this designer's head, um, I do recommend that you go back and listen to any of the other solo episodes. They're all tied to a specific style. Um, and I go through what it was that I was thinking about when I created it or why I created it or why I felt like it was needed. And we're going to do that. We are going to do that at the end. But first... I think we have to talk about size again because this is actually the fifth date dress will forever go down in history as the first piece in my collection available in sizes extra small through 3x which is equivalent to sizes 2 through 28 and I thought that that was a big deal but I did not understand and I don't think that I currently do understand or honestly that I fully ever will understand how big of a deal this is, particularly to women who wear those sizes. Because you think you, let me backtrack for a moment. Uh, I am someone who has never been conventionally plus size. When you talk about plus sizes outside of the modest world, you're gen there's like 
a bit of a debate as to exactly where that started. But I want to say that generally you're starting at around a size 18, maybe a 16, depending on the brand. Most brands not, like somewhere in the 18, 20 range. Um, if you're shopping in like a mainstream department store. If you're shopping in a modest department store, specifically a Jewish modest department store, then a lot of those brands stop after like it used to be like at least when I was growing up they would really stop after like a 12 or so maybe they had a 14 um I was always and I currently am on the cusp of the size that can be dressed in a modest store I currently wear a size 14 in my line um over the course of my life I've worn anywhere from a size 6 to a size 14 um the when I was like in like high school dating that kind of age range I was about an 810 so so like I could always I could always shop it was a miserable experience I really hated that like as a size 10 I was putting on like something that was labeled 2x or something ridiculous like that but I but I if I could like get past that that bit in my brain then I could shop and I did and I had great clothes and all was good and well and wonderful. And I had a perfectly fine experience when I was not shopping in Jewish stores because in like mainstream fashion, I was not considered plus size. So I had no problem finding my size in Nordstrom, in Bloomingdale's, you know, in, in Lord and Taylor, may they rest in peace. I had no problem shopping there. Um, and that was it. And I normally gravitated towards the not Jewish stores because it was a less miserable experience. And then as I started Impact Fashion and as I got to know women who were wearing sizes that were considered plus size, like in the in the wider fashion space as well. So your 20s, your 22s, your 24s. Then it was like, oh, OK, this is a very different experience. Like you're not even walking into a modest store. You're only walking into a mainstream department store. And maybe you have like three things to try on on a back rack behind a back alley down a staircase you know, that maybe some sales associate will sometimes show you. And that's a very different experience. And that's an experience that I will admit I cannot, I have not experienced, you know, I have not, um, I have not, I, that's not something that I personally have had to do. Uh, but over the years I've spoken to and with hundreds of women who have had that experience. And in that space, it is so freeing to finally have access to all the same clothes that everybody else is wearing, right? When you go two through 24 and then you really can wear the same things as your sister, your mother, your aunt, your friend, whatever. The part of this that I really, I will admit, I didn't think about was there are some women who are not able to even have that conventional plus size experience, meaning even the plus sizes, generally plus sizes stop at a size 24. And then after that, crickets there's really there there's just not a lot you have a couple of brands that will go higher you have um pretty much no modest brands um that go higher you have pretty much no like cute brands that go higher um I was hearing from women who were like buying Hanes oversized men's t-shirts and putting belts on them and calling it a dress because that's the only thing that would fit them. And by the way, I've seen pictures of women who did this and they looked fantastic, but that's not the point. The point is, is that that's a, that's not great when it's your only option, even if it ends up looking pretty good. So as I started hearing from more and more of these women who were 
we're, we're being left out of the conversation from a plus size perspective. That's really frustrating. And I can, and I can only imagine how isolating that must feel to be in that size bracket. And as soon as I was able to have the company in a place where I could add two more sizes, I did. And I am so thrilled that it's finally here because this has been, I want to say close to a year in the making. And it's, it's really special. First of all, I just want to say that um, to anyone who has tried size 3X, and for those of you who pre-ordered the fifth date dress in that size, hopefully you have it by now or you should be getting it very soon. Um, as of this recording, all the pre-orders have gone out. So just trying it, I know how big of a step that is. I know how big of a step it is to think, okay, I'll give you know, I'll give the modest company one more try. I'll, I'll put myself out there. I'll place the order. I'll wait for it to come. I'll, I'll try it on. I'll put myself through that for something that might not work. And I hope that you love it. I really, truly do. I think that, I think you will. It's a great style, but I just, I, I, we can't talk about the style without talking about how important it is that this style and every style that I make going forward is available in the equivalent of sizes two through 28 and onward and upward. Um, I do, I'm, I can't tell you when, cause you know, it, there's a lot of logistics involved with expanding the size line and I do need to see how this sticks so far. It's been going fantastic. Um, but I do hope to expand the line even more, uh, in both directions. But for right now, this is where it's staying. I can guarantee at least for the next year. And I'm really, really thrilled to be able to offer, to be able to offer this size range. I think it, I think it's really special. And a big part of the reason why I chose this style to be the first style. Well, first of all, the timing was right. That, that was number one. There's a lot of work that goes into expanding the size range. There's extra work that needs to be done on the patterning side. There's extra work that needs to be done on the production side. I had to make sure that there was enough room in the production schedule to be cutting and sewing more styles. I had to make sure that there was just effort and energy available to be dedicated to it. There's a huge marketing campaign that goes with it and, and all of that. So all of that needed, all those ducks needed to be lined up, as they say, in a row. Um, and that that took time. So the timing was right. But also this style, the fifth day dress, is so perfect for this introduction because the shape and the body of this dress, if I do say so myself, is so good. It is so flattering. It is so cute. It is like universally age appropriate and it is universally work and play and like it, it has versatility that way. And it's just so flattering. And it like literally I have not seen this body on anyone and have it not look good. And that's saying a lot because I have seen a lot of people trying a lot of clothes. But aside from that, I just think that this particular style was also so important because it's designed as a summer dress and as much as I know fashion is going to start telling you that you know you need to be working on fall you need to be working on fall uh, I'm currently recording this in a heat wave in New York and it's going to be hot for at least another two months here and you still need clothes and one of the things that I have always been most self-conscious about is the amount that I sweat um I sweat a, a lot I sweat a lot, a lot, a lot. Like even just walking down the block, I can get very, very sweaty. And I used to think that I sweat a lot because I was big. You know, I used to think that I sweat a lot because I was fat. And if I was only smaller, then I wouldn't sweat so much. And then I got smaller and I still sweat just as much because apparently that's just the way that I am wired. I just sweat a lot. 
And when you are someone who dresses modestly, summer is hard. I think that we can all acknowledge that we're hot. <laughs> There's, we, are, we are hot in the, um, what's the word? Both literally and figuratively. We are damn good looking and also sweating our brains out. Because layers, I mean, if you're wearing layers, ugh, but also just hot, longer sleeves, hotter, you know, it, they're just hot. We're just hot. It is hot to be dressing modestly. And especially if you are someone who tends to sweat, um, which like I said, I've always been so self-conscious about. It's just, I don't know. It just, it can, to me, maybe this is just my own stuff to work through. But for me, I, I, I don't know. There was something about being, uncomfortable that just made me like even as I'm recording this my shoulders are shrinking in like it just it just made me get really up in my head and just feel not myself and so designing something that was one layer super lightweight perfect for summer very breathable you know comfortable to wear and also really cute and also just like universally flattering that seemed like the perfect style to go extra small through 3x on for the first you know to launch with and and here we are and and I'm really and I'm really happy that that we're here and I think that you know much in the same way that like it's harder to dress modestly in the summer it's harder to dress modestly when you wear above or below a certain size because that's when your options become very limited if you are above a certain size or below a certain size you know if you're very petite it can be it can be difficult as well and I think that t having a piece that is modest and summer appropriate and much more comfortable really does make a very big difference so let's talk about how this fantastic dress was created I have found myself over the last little while gravitating towards the fifth date top and skirt um, the fifth date top and skirt, if you're not familiar with it, are pieces from my line that I designed last summer that are the, the reason why it's called the fifth date top and skirt is because I always I found myself with this like classification of events that in my mind were summed up by the fifth date, which is like you, you're not going full on casual, right? You've only met this person four times. So you still need to be put together and nice, but you don't want to look too high maintenance. So it needs to be something chilled, but nice and put together. And I found that like while a fifth date encaps encapsulates that, I also had a ton of other things that I felt fell into that category. So like a PTA meeting or a um, like a more casual kind of business meeting or like going out to friends and then going to going out with friends and then like going out to work afterwards, something like that. And I found that for those kind of nicer casual events, I guess, for lack of a better word, um, I didn't have that many options. So I created the fifth day top and skirt, which were designed to be mixed and matched with other pieces in your wardrobe and also with each other so that you could get the most out of these pieces. And I really like them. And I lived in them and I still live in them. And I found myself constantly going back specifically to the fifth date top because it has this gathered bow detail that is just really cute and easy. And I felt like instantly dressed anything up. And as much as I like mixing and matching, 
I really like just throwing on a dress. I really like the fact that I don't have to think about it. I really like the fact that you're just automatically fully dressed, that like everything about it is just good. Um, so that's, that's where my brain was at, where it's like, I need a dress version of this top. So that's what I set out to make. I wanted to make a dress version of the fifth day top. And when I was thinking about, so first I, you know, like translated the pattern. I knew that I wanted to do this from woven fabric and the 50 top is a knit. So I needed to make a couple of changes to it. And then after I did that, I went through a couple of, um, you know, different like little alterations to make it perfect. And then perfect for this fabric. It was perfect for a knit already. And then I was like, okay, as a dress, what is it? Like, what's the body of this dress? And Honestly, I don't remember at exactly which point this occurred to me. I should really go back and check the highlight um, on my Instagram. It's called WIP, which stands for Work in Progress Fifth Day Dress. And I looked at, there was just a point where I was like, you know what I also really want? I also really want a summer version of the snuggle dress because I love the snuggle dress. I live in the snuggle dress in the winter and I miss it in the summer because it's just so good that I... I, I want I want to be able to wear it always. And so the, that's when the idea in my brain clicked to take the fifth day dress, combine it with the body of the snuggle dress and boom, you have like the world's most perfect everyday dress. And that's how the fifth day dress was born. Once those ideas kind of clicked in my head, the actual design process was pretty simple because it was just a matter of like combining patterns and cutting and pasting. And that's, and that's how it came together. That's how, you know, that's how it was. It's me it's designed to be like the most perfect, lightweight, amazing summer piece. And I'm really, really happy to be bringing it to you now. So uh, the fifth day dress, just to kind of like go through the details from neck to hem, has a closed kind of rounded neckline. At the top is the signature detail of the fifth day dress and top, which is the gathered bow. It gives you some really nice, super flattering draping on top and then there is a three-quarter sleeve a kind of cocoon body shape which is so super flattering and then it comes together with an elastic hem that gives you just like this really cool and fun shape uh, you can find it at impactfashionnyc.com it is available in two colors there is a denim color which is it's like a light cotton fabric but just the color is like a denim blue and a mint color which is honestly like just it's such like this beautiful frosted green that is so great exactly for this time of year and sizes extra small through 3x did I say that yet I feel like I may have mentioned that already um sizes extra small through 3x and those two colors you can find it at impactfashionnyc.com and I really hope you enjoy thanks for listening all of the links that I mentioned are in the show notes. On last week's episode, I spoke with Nahama Birnbaum about writing The Redhead of Auschwitz, her grandmother's story of survival. Listen to it wherever you're hearing this one. The Be Impactful podcast is a project of impact fashion, the clothing line I created because I believe that we are all deserving of the beautiful things life has to offer. See my modest designs that are currently in stock in sizes 2 through 28 by going to impactfashionnyc.com. Access all of that by swiping up on the cover art. There are currently 19 people listed by Ora Agunot as a recalcitrant party. View their names, photos, locations, and details of their cases by visiting getora.org slash recalcitrant-parties. The episode art was designed by Michelle Moses. Original music composed by Nissan Fetman. This episode was produced and hosted by me, Riff Gitzwitz. Catch me on all the socials at impact.fashion.myc. As always, here's to making an impact together.